Welcome to The Fulfillment Project. I'm your host, Sarah Fennell, international fitness model and former IFBB pro figure athlete turned personal development sponge, entrepreneur, and online marketing junkie. I want to have it all in life, and I am not afraid to admit it. This show is for high-performing, high-vibing humans who are ready to take action, step through their fears, and up-level their life and business. Join me as we take one more step closer to that today. Welcome back to The Fulfillment Project. I have an exciting episode here for you today because I have a fabulous guest, Denisha Alora, and she's calling in from around the world over in Singapore. So welcome. Thanks for having me on your show, Sarah. Oh, you're very welcome. So Janisha has numerous different accolades that I'm so excited to introduce you to. She was Miss Singapore. She's Southeast Asia's Woman of Excellence in 2010, and she's the founder of Soul Rich Rich Soul Rich Woman, which is the number one female entrepreneur network in Southeast Asia. And it connects more than 12,000 women and over seven different countries. So that's just fantastic. She's Thank you. You're very welcome. And you're one of the leaders in female empowerment in the entre- entrepreneurial space. So I have so many questions for you and I'm so excited to dive in. So thank you for being here. Thanks for having me on your show. I'm excited to share. Yeah. So before we get into everything that you're doing now and all the value that I know you have for my community, you know, I love to give people a bit of a backstory on, you know, where you started and, and how this all began for you. Mm-hmm. So I started very, very young. Uh, when I was 14 years old, I had to work and support myself through school. So my family financially, we were not sound. So my mother pawned her gold and sent me for instructor certifications. So I went and I graduated with uh, yoga, aerobics and line dancing certifications. So I was doing instructor as my part-time when I was in school. During the school time, um, it was tough because it was one full day and plus I had to work as an instructor, right? But when I was in my teens, about 18 years old, I, I had my first taste of entrepreneurship because I asked myself, because I had to school and study for my exams, how can I make more within an hour? So I said, okay, maybe I should supply some instructors within the same hour to events or to um, other uh, corporate organizations so that I could make more within an hour. So I started working towards that. And because of that, I could make more within a single hour, single hour and I grew my money along the way. During the time that I was uh, in school, I had been bullied excessively. Um, like they will come up to me because I don't dress as well as them and they will come up to me and then they will pull my shirt, you know, when I was doing physical activities and then they'll pull my shirt and say, oh, you are wearing the same bra again today, like that. And then, and then they'll be like laughing and I'm totally humiliated in front of everybody. And there was another time where they took my bag that is very old and they threw it across the classroom floor and then they were all laughing at me and sniggering and then there was like, my books were all strewn across the floor. At that moment, I, I felt that like I wanted to die because it's like, you know, what I'm facing so much insults as a young girl. And at that moment, I had a choice, right? Do I go that I want to die path or do I make a decision that I want to stand up for myself? So I did. I, my big reason why I do what I do is because of my family, my mom, my dad, and my brother. So when I 
I, I picked myself up and said, you know, this is how I should get going. So in 2006, along the way, you know, I picked myself up. I, I learned, I take up personal development courses. I went on to win Miss Singapore uh, Universe in 2006. I was a runner up. And then I went on to win Miss Singapore International in 2006 as well. Then I represented Singapore. During this time, my doors opened up, right? It helped me to see beyond any other opportunities I've ever had. And then that led me to taking on a image, uh, image consultant certification. So by having that much 10 years of like training before that, that means way before that I've already been an instructor for a long time. The moment I acquired the certification, it was very easy for me to, with my title, I was like having clients like, you know, politicians uh, in Singapore were my clients, you know, I had like CEOs of companies who were my clients as well. So that really opened up doors for me. But it came to a point I had a kind of a quarter life crisis where I was kind of trading time for money because if I work, I get paid. I work, I get paid. I don't work, I don't get paid. So in 2012, I decided to go online. In three months, I made $100,000. And in 12 months, I crossed my first million dollars. But before all this, it was tough, right? But never mind the toughness. We just kept going. I took out my money from the million dollars I made. I invested into a cafe retail chain where we started uh, from scratch with my, some of my partners. And we grew to... Three countries were in Singapore, Malaysia, and Indonesia. And then we had seven franchisees and 11 licensees. After four years, we exited to a public listed company. And then I started Soul Rich Woman full-time. That's how it all comes together, right? Mm -hmm. But during this whole entire journey, um, Sarah, my whole alignment during the time when I was doing my cafe retail chain as an offline business, traditional business, it was tough because I'm not aligned. I feel like, I'm meant for so much more. I feel like there is this calling that I'm not still doing yet. So, you, you know, kind of like you're doing the work every single day, but the, the soul is just calling you, you know, like, hey, are you, yeah. why are you not doing this yet? You know, why are you not doing this yet? And like, every day I'm doing my, my work, but my mind at the back of my head, my soul is calling me to my calling. So what is my calling? My calling is to really uh, empower women and I didn't really know what direction exactly it was. So during the time when I was running my cafe retail chain, I was based in Indonesia. So for two years, I, had, I wasn't able to travel back and forth uh, to, to come back home. So the only way was through internet, right? I had my webcam, I had my internet. So, okay, fine. I had my lights. So I on, I did webinars. Every single Wednesday at 9 p.m. sharp. So I call it this webinar Wednesday. So it's like, you know, a jingle to it, right? Yeah, catch it's like web, webinar every single Wednesday where I teach all my online um, uh, tricks and online secrets and how you can get more customers online, how do you brand yourself online. And that's how I got started. One year straight, 52 episodes, no matter which country I'm in. So because of this consistency, it grew the community. So on the side, when I was running a cafe, I was doing Soul Rich Woman. At the same time, but at a smaller scale because my focus is still on the cafe business. Only after I exited the public listed to the public listed company, that was when I crossed over to it full time. So it grew from zero, we had zero viewers at the beginning, and then it grew from 10 to 50 to 100. And then that's how eventually we built up to the first 1,000, and then the rest is history. So that's how we got it going until today. 
Wow. That's, that's a fabulous story. Oh my goodness. I have so many questions. I first want to go back to, you know, getting bullied in school. And I think that's such a common thing for a lot of people growing up and especially as a young woman. And I know I was definitely bullied all through high school and you can see there's either two paths, people who allow themselves to be a victim of that. They stay in their own head and it ends up massively dwindling their confidence. And you see other people who use it as more of an empowering state. So how would you say that that obviously you took the latter there. Why do you feel like you took that second path and use it to empower you versus disempower you and stay stuck? I think it's the big reason of the big why. Because for me at that age, you know, when I'm being, I'm the eldest in the family. I mean, there's only two of us. It's me or my brother, right? My brother is like so much younger than me. So I had to, I choose to step up into the role to take care of the family, right? To take care, to be the sole breadwinner of the family because my dad lost his money through some whatever reasons that may be, but it was so tough, right? So I knew that I need to be the pillar of strength for my family as well. So that's why I stood up and I chose a path of not the victim, but rather to be a pursuit of growing and, you know, uh, really growing myself and making myself more available and more like really pushing through to be have more tenacity and grit through my years. But I want to say what one thing I want to add is this: is that I think there is this thing called better, not bitter, right? So this this philosophy, better, not bitter. So I think I've lived by that, and that has helped me to kind of clear the noise between the heads. I mean, between the years, and then that's I think super important. Mm-hmm. I love that. Because I mean, you know, you succumb to how they made you feel and ultimately they win, right? Whereas if we can step forward and empower ourselves and show the world that we are better than what some other people might think. I love that. Yeah. Now, you, you talked about going online and, and you know, the online space. It, it's not an easy space to grow a business. And, you know, we, we hear this all the time and we hear both sides of the corn, coin, you know, the freedom lifestyle and all the, the jazz of it, right? Yeah. But the actual implementation of it, in, yeah, I know you're getting excited. I'm all about strategies too, my friend. So we're going to dive right in. Now, in those beginning days of growing, you know, soul rich woman, my first question is, what does soul rich woman mean? And my second question is, in those beginning stages when no one was listening, you know, what were you still doing to show up to create that community? <laughs> okay, so the first question, what is a soul rich woman? A soul rich woman is a woman who loves the F word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. Now, being fabulous simply means owning your confidence. You wear your confidence just like how not you wearing a dress, but you wear the confidence and how you make it looks like. So that is confidence. And the freedom part is freedom of choice. So that even though you're taking money allowance from your husband or your boyfriends or your family, it's okay. It's just that you have a choice to say, I, let's take my whole family out for dinner. Let's take my whole family out for for, for lunch or let's bring us out for a holiday, right? You can make that decision rather than I need to ask permission to spend the money, right? So, so that to me is important. So that leads me to financial independence. When your expenses are way lower than what you're bringing in, that's when you have financial independence and that's when you have financial freedom. Mm, I love that. The F words. <laughs> the F words. It's fabulous. So, you know, my next question, and it's interesting, I saw a quote yesterday about, and I, I believe it said, you know, show up in the beginning, even when it's only you that's watching. 
So, you know, starting something from scratch and we've all been there and we all do it. What were some of the things that you did in the beginning to really start gaining some attention online? Yeah, it's the F word. It's called a Facebook ad. (laughs) (laughs) No, really, literally. I mean, when we learned about marketing, it's all about traffic. I mean, let's put it this way. I started my business without a website, okay? I started my business with funnels, F-U-N-N-E-L-S. So it was also the F word. So I used Facebook ads, I used funnels, and I did webinars. I showed up consistency, uh, consistently with frequency, so F word as well. So I'm sorry. But anyway, just keep We're going. We're loving the F word. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So, so by putting all these pieces together, first, you must have frequency of the consistency. Second, you must have the um, funnels ready. Then you run your Facebook ads. So with these three apps, you are able to bring in the people. And that's how I got started. I spent over, in a single year, I can spend $150,000 a year just running Facebook ads alone. And I really can see it has changed my business so much, you know. And this this is something that I feel that a lot of women are not getting it yet. They just think that posting by having a social media like um, account, like a Facebook, LinkedIn, or or Instagram, by that alone, organically, they're going to get lots of business. I just had some people telling me they they are not getting clients online. I said, why? Oh, because I'm just posting. Yeah, I'm posting, posting every day. Sometimes I post, sometimes I don't post. But now the baseline is consistency. So at this point, after many moons, is consistency is the baseline. And then what's next? Are you now framing your messaging? Are you framing across all social medias? Are you being able to found to be found online? If people were to search you now today, I would Google you. What do I see? And even if I Google you, I can see your website. Okay, website is not a, a, a name card. Okay, even though people say it's a name card. But how relevant are you? Are your news like 10 years ago, 5 years ago, or 3 years ago? So you need to look into all these pieces. Today I was being interviewed by someone from Wall Street journal, a, a former journalist from there. And then he was telling me he was doing research about me and he was so impressed, right? So can you imagine if you do not have things around you to support you to move forward, then the chances of you really growing a community is not going to be as strong because for women, we are tendency, we have tendency to be a little bit more skeptical about things. And we tend to like look at a woman and like, are you seriously going to help another woman? So kind of like seeing is believing and knowing that you can build that relationship along the way by showing up with consistency. And by them knowing you, this will help you to kind of build up that, um, like, you know, uh, that, that momentum and relationship and then you ask for the business like ask for ask for the money right ask for it because if you are just doing business as a hobby then don't do a business do a hobby right if you are not getting sales in just do a hobby but if you really want business then you have to have call to action right have the call to action to do the business right be on top of your business yeah. Another piece that I grew uh, the community was I know how to eventually delegate out um, my time, uh, my to-do list. So one of the things I have on my website for your listeners to download is a, this free resource, how to delegate 80% of your to-do list. It is so powerful because I find that women don't love ourselves enough. We don't own our own power enough. We just like, oh, you know, I'm doing my business now. I'm so busy. I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. Hey, if you, do you go, okay, answer my questions, right? Do you go for nail, manicure and pedicure? Do you do your hair? Do you go for massage and spa services? Do you buy like 
you know, stuff? Will you go shopping, right? So if you answer yes to any of these questions, I'm sure you have $50 hiding somewhere in your bag or in your wallet. Take this $50 out and invest back into yourself. Either get a helper to babysit for you, your children, so that you can have time to work on your business or to invest in yourself the five hours, the task, outsource this task that you hate to do the most right? So that you can focus on your zone of genius. So this piece is so important for you to grow a platform or grow a community starting from zero. And that's how it grows. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. I think a lot of women are afraid to invest into their business. So what would you say? Because I hear this with my clients too. They're, they feel like they're not making enough money yet and they're afraid to invest. Wow. Uh, you're asking why they are not willing to invest. Why do you think they're not willing to invest? Yeah, oh. I hear a lot of women say that they're afraid to. I think the the two key things I see is they they are playing small. They are just thinking that, okay, maybe I should just Google and find out some information. They don't really, they, they think that they can do it themselves. So I think first is playing small. Two is they think that they can do it themselves by just asking around or, or trying to Google and find, to put things together. But you see, I think the biggest thing is they don't know that they are wasting time because time is the biggest resource that all of us have. How much is your time worth? Really? Yeah. I mean, you get paid, let's say $8,000 in a corporate job or $10,000 in a corporate job or $3,000 in a corporate job. And then you come out trying to do your business and trying to save that, that thing to waste your time trying to put things together or what we call piecemeal things together, thinking that it will work. But your time is wasted, right? You keep going round and round in circles and then eventually you don't get what you want and you take much longer. Because if your time is worth money, find the fastest possible way to get things done. Find a mentor, like you said, invest in yourself and then do something about it. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. And then, you know, so when in your business did you start outsourcing and team building and at what point would you recommend that for anybody listening here? I would say, okay, for me, I, I started very, very early. That means right at the beginning when I first started, because you see, I already had prior business experience. I mean, I knew how it was like to build a regional business. I mean, cafe retail chain, hire managers, get um, staff, you know, kitchen staff and all these things. So I, I knew what this thing is all about. So I applied it to my Soul Rich Woman business, but it was online. So my entire team are online. Line, right? So I started by what I did, $50. I outsourced five hours of my time. Can, I, can you do this? So my first task that I outsourced was a video editor. I hired a video editor. I could do everything myself, you know, because I do Facebook Live every day. So I have about 2,000 episodes. I can't be sitting at my desk every day trying to edit a short clip for Instagram um, TV or trying to do a short clip for my audiogram, right? I can't do that. So I outsource this piece of the work first to, to people, right? And then the I would recommend you, if you are looking to outsource or you have not even considered, let me tell you why you must do it. Because even though you are new, all right, even though you're so, 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 so new, you can outsource just one hour or two hours of your time. They could just take some admin work out for you or bookkeeping work for you so that you don't have to spend that time, right, to, to be stuck in the business. I want you to be on the business to function in your zone of genius like I, I spoke about. It also can be just, 
you know, hiring a babysitter, really to babysit your kids for you for that two hours so that you can have a me time, right? So it's never just about outsourcing and delegating and, and just growing the business alone. But I feel that women, we ourselves need to not only delegate um, tasks to, for the business, but also to love ourselves more, to build that, that cup. Because if we're not full and overflowing, we can't give yeah. because we do what we don't have. Yes. Oh my goodness. I so agree with that. Um, the last thing we want to do is get into business and be burnt out and resentful for that, that beautiful thing that yeah. we're building, right? Yeah. Yeah, precisely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So with running a traditional business and then now coming into the online space, now obviously you learned you know, delegation and leadership in that. What are some other lessons that you took from brick and mortar into the online space? Well, uh, teamwork, really focusing on uh, knowing what roles and redefining the roles clearly and setting a direction. So three things. First, you need to set a vision for the entire team, really align, align and align. That is key because if your people are not aligned, they're in for the money, uh, I don't think it's going to work out because if you're not going to serve people first, because money is not the... It's not the goal. Money is an outcome of the service that you provide. So it's a tool, right? It's a vehicle, right? So, so when you recognize that the vision piece is super important. Secondly, when you build a team, uh, understanding, like when I did my cafe business, we had different partners. Each of us understand the roles so that we don't kind of like fight with each other, even though we do fight, but overall we have uh, our own position. So I run PR and marketing. My partner runs franchise and licensing. The other partner runs operational work across the three countries and then one partner does the overall strategy development of the entire business. So all of us knew what our space and position was. So I applied this in my online business. Same thing, I project manage everybody um, on a project management tool. It's called Asana. And what we did is we really looked at our uh, monthly goals and then our weekly goals, right? And then moving towards on what we want to achieve as a team, as a whole, that ties in with the vision, right? Okay, so that's the piece. The third one you really need to look into is really giving them the empowered, uh, really empower them. You must know how to trust your people, right? Even though they make mistakes, they can't do as fast as you, they can't do as perfect as you, that's fine, right? But you have your time and trust them to do their work. And when you empower them and they feel good, they're motivated, that's when they can grow with you, right? Some of my, uh, one of my team members since started with me, um, has been with us on the team for about five years now. Right, so how how did she stay with us so long? Right, like there must be a reason why some of them are with us for four years, some of them with us for three years, some of them are just a couple of months old. But then doesn't matter. You must set these three pieces in place so that they want to follow you as the leader. They see that there is a direction, a hope. That's why you must have leadership when you do business. You can't be just hiding under the the bed, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. Now, with starting working at such a young age, do you feel like that has given you the drive and the work ethic for what you do now? I think studying at a very young age teach me a lot of things. That means it, it really helped me to reflect. I, it means my maturity is way much I started way much earlier than than most people. So so that was how. Um, Studying early has taught me, yeah, more tenacity. I learned about grit. I learned about perseverance and never give up. So that has translated into my life today, up till today, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Now, you know, I read that you love personal branding and you definitely believe in personal branding, um, you know, for yourself, aside from a business perspective as well. Now, just for our listeners here, if they don't understand the difference between a business and a brand, how would you describe a brand? A brand is something that resonates with that people want to buy. It's like a culture that you have developed, an identity that people want to associate with. So like Soul Rich Woman, why we call us, you are a soul rich woman for women who love the F word. Because when they are in their homes, they are, they are probably happy or not happy, whatever the case, the moment they come into the community, they, they are shifting their identity to put on the superpower, the cape of the F word, right? Either they are fabulous, they have freedom, or they are going towards financial independence. So a brand allows your community to grow and identify with you. Now, growing a business is all about that piece of, are you looking into your profit centers? Are you looking at your numbers? Are you looking at, you know, what is your recurring revenue, right? So it's more about that nuts and bolts of how are you going to grow the business? How much you want to make this year? A little bit dry, but still important to um, do the necessary Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One's kind of like the flashy identity and the other one is how everything runs. Yeah, it's, it's kind of the boring piece that a lot of people don't like to do, but that's the most important. It's piece. the one that makes the money. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's why I, I have a partner. So he's my, used to be, he used to be my mentor and then he turned into my partner because we partnered in the cafe retail chain and then I started Soul Rich Woman and then he saw the potential of a community and he invested into my company. Right, so now he handles um, he handles this part of the business uh, business portion, while I look at the marketing and the business as well. So we kind of work together and we grow this together. So it's very important. Mm, good. It sounds like you love marketing. You said you were a part of that with your cafe business, and now a part of it, you know, within this business too. And I love marketing too. Why do you love marketing so much? Because it's my zone of genius. I love to share message. I love to look at things and I love to see, find ways, like 10 different ways of the same thing, of the one thing to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I totally love that. Yeah. It's the communication of what you do. And if you learn how to communicate properly, then people fall in love with what you do. Yeah. I love, love, love that. So within the Soul Rich Woman, you run events and you have programs and how did that, let's go back to how that started. So when you started that brand, did it start as an event or did it start as a program or how did you start that up? So like I did webinars every single Wednesday. It's called Webinar Wednesday. Yes. So it was like an hour long program where I teach and I share with women about how to do online marketing and stuff like that. So it started like, like a webinar. So from there, the, 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 the ladies co- congregated together and become a group. So where they ask questions, they say, oh, I don't know how to do this. How do I do that? And they start communicating. So I also saw a potential in terms of community because I see the next big trend after social media is community. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, you are just building followers and not community is two different things. Okay, how do I explain this? Followers are people who just follow you. They are, may not be your tribe, all right? They, are not, they may not be your tribe. A tribe is someone who you define, like, for example, a soul-rich woman, right? I define who this soul-rich woman is. This woman must love the F word, right? 
doesn't gossip, don't like to backstab people, you know, don't judge people. So let's say for example, so I list out my criteria, my, my, my wants and my don't wants and I focus on what I want. So during this whole journey, I focus on what I want and looking into the community piece we sold uh, coaching programs and mentorship programs and then the community started to grow and then we have like the free element in it. So to join us is free, right? We have a community, a group that's free, there's entry level, but you can get so much, um, you can get so much uh, value through the free content. And after getting the free content, you progress to the next level. Do you become a customer? Do you join our digital uh, products? Do you become a done-for-you service customer where we do digital marketing for you? That kind of thing. So it's kind of a progression where you progress to the next level. So that's how we progressed. Mm-hmm. And do you find that with having, obviously it's mostly online and you also do your in-person event, do you find that brings the tribe even closer together with kind of having that hybrid? So see, this whole event thing is very gray area. The, the reason, the only sole reason why I'm doing events offline, which is three times a year, is because women just need to see another woman yes. in real flesh. Course, okay, yeah. So because seeing is believing. So somehow there is a requirement and a need. But I think we are smart. We work with brands. I don't really do events on my own. So I work with Mercedes. I work with Facebook. Um, we work with like Lazada. We work with big brands to co-host the events with us. So by doing this, it helps us to continue to elevate our status and to help women to see you know, what kind of strength we have even uh, when we are offline. So that's the strategy that we are applying as well. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Now, I know that you love helping empower women and bring up their confidence. So what are some things that you would recommend to a woman listening here who she wants to start her own business or she has started her own business, but she's lacking that confidence to show up for her community or launch that program that maybe she developed a year ago and she's scared to put it out into the world. So what would you recommend for her? Wow. Quit thinking, start doing. (laughs) And keep running until your bank account looks like your phone number. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. that, that's the, really the one thing that I feel that women must do, um, your listeners must do, or if you're li- listening to, it, uh, to this podcast right now, you're not here by chance. I really can see that uh, even in my own community, I really see that they have developed some products or services, but they're just sitting on it because yeah. they want to be perfect and they're stubborn. Mm. These are two common traits and in all of us. I mean, even I have it as well, right? I'm a perfectionist. I'm, I'm stubborn as well. Like launching podcasts or doing my Facebook live, you know, my hair has to be in the right way. Yeah. Uh, you know, my, my makeup has got to be right. Hey, you know what? Who cares? Because by the end of the day, we tweak along the way and you're your viewers and your listeners will get to know you along the way. I do because, because I miss Singapore. My backlash can be much greater than most people because people will screenshot me in ugly moments and then they'll laugh at me online. So cyberbullying is one of the things that I've been, I'm going through sometimes as well. They, they do that. But you see, to me, I'm focusing and speaking only to women. I don't care what you think about me. As long as I'm serving my audience to the highest of my calling and of my ability, I don't freaking care about who talks shit because I'm focused on my vision. So that's, I think, super important. You must stay true to who you are, be authentic. Only when you're authentic and you're real as a person, alignment, people can see that because we women, we can sniff, we can sniff flakiness and can sniff like fakeness. Um, Like just 
miles away, we can sniff that already. So if we are consistently uh, and we stay true to, to who, who we are, what we believe in, I think that's the key. So just, just keep going, you know. Don't, yeah. don't let perfectionism hold you back or being stubborn hold you back because you, do you want to be rich or do you want to be right? Yeah, it's a very good question. Very good question. So get out of your own head and uh, don't care about what people think. And the reality is like everybody's going to have an opinion, whether it's good or whether it's bad, but it doesn't mean that you have to agree with that opinion. Yep, agreed. Yes, 100%. So what are you excited about most this year? This year, um, I'm going to work with Kim Kiyosaki this year. Uh, we are going to speak on the same stage. So I'm really, very excited. It's called Rich Woman Event. And if it all goes well, we'll be touring together. Yeah, so that's, that's something very cool and exciting. We're going to talk about financial, um, talk openly about financial independence, investing, and you know, really the effort as well. Yeah, so how do we help more women to unlock the effort? Mm, mm, I love that. Now with female entrepreneurship, I don't know much about your region or culture in terms of women getting into the workplace as opposed to over here in North America. Is there a difference? Uh, what aspect do you mean by the difference? Like what about women getting to the workplace? Um, culturally accepted for females to be entrepreneurs. Oh, okay. So in Southeast Asia, it's quite, uh, we are all different breeds. Um, like in Singapore, everybody is like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur, right? So now even the millennials are like not willing to go overseas to study. They want to become an entrepreneur at an earlier age. And also because exposure to Gary Vaynerchuk as well, I think this is one of the key reasons why he's everybody one Everybody knows Gary. <laughs> yeah, he is the person of influence, man. I, I have done the interview with him. I think he's super awesome. Now the other... Um, but in Hanoi, say for example, which is in Vietnam, in Hanoi, it, the, the women are not exactly primed for entrepreneurship. They are stigmatized if they do entrepreneurship. So they are kind of still doing their nine to five and then they find ways to do their side hustle, if any. Right. So when, our, when we were partners in Hanoi, Vietnam, they are more like equipping them with confidence and being able to find their voice and maybe you know, do some side hustle. So small focus on that. And in Malaysia itself, the women over there, only one out of five companies are owned by women. And this very small number, right? So how can we help more women to, to get out there? So a lot of them cited reasons like um, lack of uh, fear of failure, um, lack of tools and resources. So what we do over there is with our partners, we equip them with the tools and resources and encourage them to get out of the comfort zone to do uh, more for themselves by starting with just two hours to four hours online so that they can get started uh, and go somewhere. Whereas in Philippines, like they are, they are mainly entrepreneurs actually. Uh, the Filipino women are super strong, super amazing. I love them to bits. And then, but the key problem for them is they're always buying and selling. So they buy and then they sell. So because um, in Philippines, they, they have like marketplaces. So that's very strong in their country. So they, they just sell as a store owner and then they buy, sell. So with this buying and selling, as more sellers come on board, how then, same question, do you differentiate yourself? How then do you brand yourself to make yourself different, right? So it's always coming back to that same foundation piece um, in, in Philippines as well. So that's what we are doing in Philippines. So, so you can see in Southeast Asia region, every country or every part within a country has a different need. 
even though we are talking about same common theme called female entrepreneurship, but everybody is at a different phase. Uh, however, I do believe that because now that this whole thing is moving forward, female empowerment, uh, female entrepreneurship is moving up, you know, women leaders are rising up. I can see that it's so much easier. I believe that we are at a stage where it's so much easier for us to rise up than 10 years ago. Yes, we have so many more resources and, and awesome people like yourself trying to lead the way. So I can join you for what you're doing. That that's so incredible. Um, I you know I want to thank you for your time for coming on here. This is so much invaluable knowledge for my audience here. And I I, I end uh, the quest I end the episode on one question. But before we get to that, if anybody wants to look you up, creep you, find out everything about Janisha and the Soul Rich Woman, where can we contact you? Just go to the website, soulrichwoman.com, S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com, soulrichwoman.com. You can find us there and then there's downloadable for you, uh, delegate 80% of your to-do list so that your assistant can make money for you. Okay, so do, do grab that resource. Yes, we're all going to offload our plates now. Fantastic. So since this is a fulfillment project, I would love to know what does fulfillment mean to you? Fulfillment is when I'm able to step, take a step back because success is never about glorious wins. It's about taking a step back and letting other women shine as well. I think one of the biggest fulfillment I'm getting right now is really seeing so many other women leveraging on the Soul Rich Woman platform to really kickstart and jumpstart online and get more things going for their lives. And that really, really um, gets me motivated and like keeps me awake at night and makes me wake up early in the morning and just want to, I just want to keep going because of that. Really, that one million women empowerment vision is stuck in my head because I really believe that alone you are strong. Together, we are unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's all outside of yourself and helping others. Yes. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Denisha. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Honestly, shows and podcasts like this are not possible without you. So I have so much gratitude for my listeners. You freaking rock. If you want to find me over on Instagram, I am sarah.fennel. Tag me in a post. Let me know what your favorite episode is. Hit me up with a DM. I will always write you back. Shows like this are not possible without ratings and reviews. So if you feel so moved, please write me an honest comment, an honest review, and let us know what you think of the show. 